Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of The Financial Answer. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We always appreciate our listeners as they tune in to listen to us talk about investing, finance, and retirement. you got a plethora of things you could listen to. And if you are listening to us, well, you're cool. And if you're not, well, then you're still cool. But either way, uh, I'm, I'm here with Nathan. That's right. Uh, of course, well, I guess we could say you're not cool and you wouldn't know because you're not listening to us. So well, that's there you right. go. Uh, no, that's true. That laugh on the other side is Nathan O'Brien. I'm Mark. Killian, your host. Uh, hey. hey, buddy, how yeah. are you? I'm good. I'm doing great today. That's fantastic. Well, Nathan's a registered. You doing okay? I'm doing okay. Uh, we good. got a, we got good. a delay that's messing us up, so this will be fun. Yeah, we do. No, but, that, that, we'll get it worked out. We'll maybe. get it worked out. But <laughs> he's a he's a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor. I am a host, so he's the one you want to listen to. I'm the one that wants to say something hopefully interesting to get him thinking about things. But his information will be a little bit more poignant than mine. But if you got questions or concerns, as always, you can reach out to him at eight five five fifty one coach. Make sure that you do. If you have some questions and you're thinking about doing something, always check with a professional before you take action. And of course, Nathan's a great resource for you, as you probably already know. 855-51-COACH. And like us on, I guess I don't want to say iTunes anymore because Apple's disbanding iTunes and they're breaking it into three divisions. So it's Apple Podcasts uh, (laughs) now. So you could subscribe there. You They're keeping s- things separated out so yeah, they can, you make, know, turn them into even more profit centers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's right. They can charge more for each one. So yeah, Apple Podcast, yeah. uh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, whatever your platform of choice is. That's right. And you yeah. can always uh, check them out online at thefinancialanswer.com. While you're there, you can book a time to talk with Nathan, or you can also download the Investor Awareness Guide. So now that I've said all of that, let's talk about the market real fast. At the time of this taping, it's up about- it's doing good. Eh, well, yeah. less than two percent, which is good. It's yeah, it's about to get back to its high. The Dow is anyway, Dow, so yeah. that's yeah. The Dow's at about twenty six five right now. So, and uh, it's you know just a few hundred points from its previous high. So, which is exciting. You know, that's always a good time, and uh, and to see it break through new highs and and reach new highs like that, that's that's fun and scary for a lot of people. People, you know, kind of get nervous about that, and they think, uh, when's it going to turn down, and when's it going to pull back, and all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, if we knew the answer to that, we would all be gazillionaires, as Forrest Gump says. So, yes, that's right. You know, we could, uh, we could do that. If we could do that, that would be amazing. But nobody can see the future. We know you know, it's weird to say this, but in 10 years, the Dow's probably going to be at 50,000. You yeah, know, crazy. I mean, statistically, that's what it'll be, you know, and it's weird to say that weird to think about it. But, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, you know, one day the Dow will be at 2025 yeah, right? <laughs> and, uh, and it's there. So, yeah. you know, it happens. It just continues to grow. It's just an index. So it's just an indication of the market. That's well, it. you know, I mean, we had a, I think we mentioned this maybe last week. I can't remember, but it's been on, it was on about a five week slide. And people was, were yeah. people were starting to get a little antsy in the pantsy there, and so <laughs> curious right. to see. I think I this know. is going to continue. I think it's going to continue a lot all through probably the next election. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, 
market volatility will always be there. Yeah, okay? exactly. You know, that's going to always happen. It's always something new. It's always something that's scary that's never happened. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just different stuff that causes the market volatility all the time. But, you know, one thing that I really took notice of, you know, this last decline, last winter, not one single client of mine called worried about it. Oh, that's it. awesome. You know, they weren't concerned about it. They know, and I think that's through because of the education that we provide through the podcast and through just coaching classes and things like that that we have, it really helps people stay disciplined and understand that, yes, market volatility is going to happen, and we don't know when it's going to happen, but it's part of investing. Yeah. And if you have your allocations right, if you have your portfolio built right, it's within the parameters that you can expect and handle. And so go. that's the problem with a lot of people is they don't know how they're invested. So Well, you have a plan, you trust in the plan, you that's work true, the plan, yeah. and hopefully the plan that's will right. work for you. All right, that's well, that's, right. that's our news topic. Let's turn our attention to our confidence corner this week. I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the confidence corner. All right, so what I want to do is uh, we're going to do some presidential quotes because who doesn't love a good presidential quote? Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> I, I will keep that's I right. will keep anybody's thoughts at bay. I will go with the past presidents, and that way we yes. don't have any good. anybody yeah, feeling as though we're doing anything wonky or anything. <laughs> and we've got a that's smattering right. of people, so uh, I'm going to give you a quote, Nathan, and you just kind of tell us how that might apply to the financial world, how we could take that oh, okay. and put, a, okay. put and put that uh, financial spin. Now, I'm going to go with a really, okay. really old quote, so I don't expect you to know who said this, but it's a pretty cool oh, one. okay. I dug around the internet and saw that Abe Lincoln had recently posted this. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you see those things where it says, like, stuff like says, Abe Lincoln says, never trust what you read on the internet. You know, <laughs> Abe Lincoln wasn't around with the internet. Anyway, uh, yeah, all right, but this right. is a cool quote. It says, when only one side of a story is heard and often repeated, the human mind will become impressed with it. Now, George Washington said that oh, yeah. way back when, and I yeah. think that's really cool because even back then, we were smart enough to realize that people will begin to believe a narrative if they hear it enough. Oh, yes, and Wall Street was the mastermind at this. <laughs> they have, yes, have been, yeah. They have been, yeah, because they created the idea that they could tell you which stock's going to do good tomorrow, which investment's going to do good tomorrow, and they could help you understand these different things and, you know, turn your $100 into $100,000 overnight, basically. <laughs> and so all of these things, you know, I was just actually reading an article based on this. This was from a broker's perspective on Wall Street, and he was like, look, nobody believes what we're selling anymore. You oh, know, wow. he's like, I just got fired by my brokerage firm that I've been with for 20 plus years because nobody believes what we're selling. Nobody thinks that we can pick and time the market and pick the right stocks and all these things anymore because of all of the research that's out there. And it's finally, you know, this research has been around for almost 30 years and it's finally having a major impact. So more and more people every day are investing through indexes and ETFs and things like that, where there is no stop picking and market timing and things right, going right. on. But, you know, I mean, Wall Street was the best at that for a long time, but I think people are finally becoming educated. So yeah, very cool. um, it, it's good. Yeah, it's good. That's a good thing. Well, I think that's 
that's a pretty cool quote, and obviously it, it also <laughs> indicates that human nature really hasn't changed a lot in a couple hundred no, years. No, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's um, true. All right, I got another one for you here. Now, this one I want to let you tell me who said this. I think you should know this one. Most of us should. Okay. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Now, who said Yeah, JFK. Yeah, JFK. Right. Great, great, great president, yep. I think. So, so what, what do you uh, take from really it financially? Cool yeah, so in this case, I mean, we don't really need to, as an advisor, you know, we don't really need to be asking what this potential client can do for us. It needs to be what we can do for that client and how we can help them and the benefit that we can provide. I was I was actually talking to an advisor the other day, and he's a big broker, okay? okay. He's a good friend of mine. All right. And he was like, you know, I had a had a client come in. He's let me tell you this. And I had a client come in, and the, and the guy, he said, the guy's about 78 years old, and he said he uh, – you know, he was approaching me about just getting into a fixed allocation. And he was like, you know, I made 7% commission when I sold him that annuity. And he said, he had 300 grand. So I made $21,000 on that guy today. Oh, wow. And I was like, dude, is that the best thing for your client? You know, and I was right, like, right. you know, he was talking. And it may have been. I don't know. I'm not judging because I'm not his advisor. I don't know that client's situation. But right, right. the main idea was that the advisor was just talking about the money. You know, the right. money that he had made on that transaction and, and those things. So it's not about that. You know, if you get kind of tied into that, then you end up, I think, not doing the right thing for your clients over time. So it's got to be more about, you know, let's do the right thing first and the money will come, you know, and, and the things right. that you can do and help with your clients, that'll come over time. That's fine. But you've got to do the right thing and help them to do the best that they can. Well, as a fiduciary, I mean, that's what you do anyway. That's what you're supposed to do yeah. anyway. Yeah, uh, that's right. And I think, that, you know, well, like this guy's a fiduciary. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I'm talking about <laughs> so, you. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. But I just, it was, it was interesting to hear his take on that. Well, is all I'm saying. and I think but, it's interesting to hear your take because I think at the same time, you know what we get, what you're saying. It's like, look, you do what the right thing is by your clients. And just like anything, just like going to, a mechanic. If you go to a mechanic who always does a good job and things are going well, people yeah. are going to find out and people are going to go to that mechanic and the money will come. No, that's right. So doing the right that's thing true. first, it works in the long term as well, just like being in the market. Absolutely. It's a long term yeah. proposition. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, you know, just all kind of working together and helping things out. And, you know, you can't just leave it to your advisor to read your mind on things. Sure. You know, yeah. you things talk. like that. Right. So, yeah, that's right. You have to, you know, kind of work together as a team. And that's the way a good advisor client relationship is. Okay. All right. So you did a good job with that one. I don't expect you to know this one, but I thought this was a really <laughs> okay. cool quote because I know that you do a lot of this when it comes to working with your clients. So the quote is think about every problem, every challenge that we face, the solution to each starts with education. Great quote. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. Do you and, happen to have any um, clue who said it? Nah, I don't know. Nah. I mean, I don't. It's yeah, okay. I'll tell I you. Don't. I mean, I would say, yeah, go ahead. I, I was just, I'll tell you if you want me to. So it was George Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Daddy Bush. That makes sense. Not, he did a lot of yeah. lot of education. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. not so, junior. Not junior. No. No, <laughs> that's right. He had... <laughs> 
he had a lot of things that he was doing with education and all, so that makes sense. But you do um, a lot with education, person. so I thought you'd really appreciate that because that's a cornerstone of what you try to do. Yeah, it is, absolutely. And not just, you know, I mean, I think most of our listeners know that I was a broker when I first started out. And, sure. and I mean, that, I think, is just a sales position, okay? Right. And it may not be for everybody, but I know that's the way I was taught. And so it was just a sales position. That's what I was taught to do is just, you know, push these products, basically. And I didn't like that. I liked like the educational process and going through and helping my clients understand what we are doing, why we are doing it, and how that is what they need and how that's going to help them over time. So, right. you know, it's true that if you understand your portfolio, then you don't, like I was talking about earlier, you don't worry about it. You know, you yeah. look at that, you see the downside sometimes, you see the upside a lot because it's up a lot more than it's down, you know? Yeah. And so that's just what happens over time if you know what you are doing and why you're doing it. That's a key factor though. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And so, you know, get the education that you need when you need it to find out how to solve some of the problems you may be facing. You don't have to know all the nuts and bolts, but the more that we educate ourselves, the better chances we have of being happy in whatever walk of life it happens to be. All right, so time for one more here, Nathan. Uh, This one I think, this one I think you should know. You're a little bit younger than me, but I think you should know this one. You still should, you should be, (laughs) well, if I give away the decade, it'll give away the guy. But all right, so okay, <laughs> trust but verify. Very yeah, firm. yeah. So he said that to uh, Schwarzkopf, wasn't it? No, I don't know. Uh, who, who do you think it is? Up. You're gonna. Have, I'm, I'm throwing out crazy names. Okay. So it was the Russian president that Ronald Reagan was talking to, and Schwarzkopf was not the president. Gor- Gorbachev. Gorbachev. There yes, go. the, the big, uh, the, ta- the big, the bolt, the tattoo. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say tattoo too, and then yeah. you said that. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. The birthmark on his head. Yeah. So that. Absolutely. Ronald Reagan said that in front of the world (laughs) so to him. And, you know, absolutely. When you're working with a financial advisor, you want to trust, but you do want to verify, you know, and that can be difficult because, you know, as a registered investment advisor, we're not really supposed to use a lot of, you know, comments from clients and things like that in advertising. We're supposed to keep everything really private. Right. You know, so some clients have allowed me to say, hey, you know, you can talk to this person if you want or whatever. But it's not just about that. It's about verifying what we're doing, how we're doing it, how we're investing for you, all the things that we're following. Kind of back to the education a little bit. It is 100% back to the education. And it almost always leads back to that. Mm -hmm. If you understand some basic things about investing then and they're common sense things that we just have been steered away from by the media and by marketing over time so we think things are going to work different than they actually do so things like diversification we all know not to put all of your eggs in one basket but most people do that with their portfolio they have almost everything yeah that's right large cap stocks is what most people hold for everything so Anyway, this was a great quote, and uh, it was really cool the way that he said that. <laughs> now, now let me let me let you in on a little secret. If you didn't know this, this I found okay. I found this out. This is pretty interesting. So, the trust but verify, which Reagan, you know, did say quite often when yeah. addressing the situation with the Russians. Do you know what where this quote actually comes from? It's not from Ronald Reagan. He wasn't the first. Oh one. no, no. It's uh, actually a Russian proverb. Really? Yeah. Well, act- that's probably why he, yeah. he started saying it. Probably yeah. why, yeah. Wow, that's so awesome. It's actually an old <laughs> Russian proverb, and one of his advisors told him about it, and he started using it. And I learned this actually really <laughs> interesting by watching the show on HBO here recently about Chernobyl. Uh, oh, and if I watched you that also. Yeah. It was no, very, very great. cool. They kind it of addressed it in there. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. 
pretty wild what happened to uh, with oh, all that stuff too but uh, you know so yeah i think it comes back to the point of you know everything kind of works together harmoniously you know we took some we had some fun with these presidential quotes but when you're trying to work with an advisor about your plans and what you want to accomplish it all has to have a bit of a synergy going on to where yes, it does they understand you you understand them you both mm-hmm. have obviously you as an advisor have the big education but you need to have some education as well as the client so that you feel comfortable and you get the warm fuzzies and you can trust and verify <laughs> no, all that stuff. One of the main things, you know, one of the funniest things, I think, when I'm sitting down with a potential client and they're telling me, you know, that they can, they've got a friend that can pick the next best stock and <laughs> right. all of this stuff. Right. I just look at them and say, you should work with your friend then. Don't work with me. And they're like, what? No. I, I, why, did, why are you pushing me away? Why, right. You know, why do you not want to work with me and all? And, it, and it's not because of, you know, their account size or anything like that. It doesn't matter if they have $10 million or $10,000. Right. I would still tell them that same thing because they don't fit. They don't fit with my clients. They don't fit with our philosophy on investing. And so, you know, that's one thing that I learned very early on is only work with clients that fit with what we're doing. And, you know, I can change people's mind through education and help them see, you know, that this is the right way to invest. But if you believe you know, that someone can pick the right stocks. We're not the firm for you. You know, you need to go to Merrill Lynch and, and or there's nothing somebody wrong with that, like that. Yeah. No, that's right. That, that's right. So, you know, figure out what you believe when it comes to investing. And if you don't know, if you're kind of on the fence about it, then we've got a lot of great information. Our investor awareness guide, which is on the financialanswer.com site. You can go there, download that, learn more about investing and then see, you know, which way that you believe? Do you believe markets are efficient or do you believe that someone can tell you the future? There so, you, go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think that's a great way to wrap up the program this week. Go to the website, thefinancialanswer.com, download the investor awareness guide, share this with friends or family, somebody, you know, who might be looking or thinking or a little unsure in what they want to do. Education is the key. Figure out some things and then see if it fits with the philosophies that you have as well. It's one of the reasons we do the podcast is to put some information out there for people to kind of ascertain how they feel about various situations. If you got questions, you got concerns, give Nathan a jingle at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. But definitely go to the website, thefinancialanswer.com. Subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll hear, uh, you can check out past episodes as well as future episodes. Get that investor awareness guide and all that good jazz. And buddy, thanks for your time this week. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Everyone have a good weekend and I uh, hope you have a good one too, Mark. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my very yeah. best. And yeah. you guys be safe out there and we'll see you next time here on The Financial Answer. We're getting close to the 4th of July, so maybe next week we'll have to do something or the week after uh, we'll have to do something 4th of July-ish. We'll we'll see what (laughs) I can find out from there. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.